welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D. Tonight, I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey, what's up? Glad to be back. Here we are. So before we get started, we want to invite you to hit the subscribe button. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, this is how you do it. You email us at latenightwithlarry55 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the show or if you have anything you want to share, a ghost story, a Bigfoot sighting, or just want to chat. Yeah, or you want to buy us a beer. That's right. We'll take the beer. So tonight we're going to talk about, like we said in previous podcasts, we went to the Tesla concert. And we promised that we were going to podcast about it. Yes. So that's what we're doing tonight. Now, it's uh, a band that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, you know, we've been big fans since the 80s, since they came out. That's right. That's right. I, I personally think Tesla is one of the greatest rock bands from the 80s. Yes. And uh, the cool thing, the connection I have with Tesla is they actually got their, their start in Guam. And uh, when I was in the military, I met instructors that were stationed there at the time. I was not, but I know people who were. And they, uh, it wasn't the, the Tesla that we know it now. It was Frank Cannon and somebody else, I believe. And they were military brats, so they, they called the band City Kid. But they got their start in the bars in Guam. And I, I heard the stories about all the military guys buying them drinks and stuff. And, and that was just a pretty cool little uh, introduction, my introduction to Tesla. Oh, I, did, I didn't know that. That's something new to me. Yeah, it's on the sleeve, uh, also on the sleeve of their first, their debut album. And uh, speaking of the debut album, I remember when I heard them on Headbangers Ball that night, Modern oh. Day Cowboy came out. I, I will never forget the first time I heard that song on MTV. And to this day, when I hear that song, I got to turn it up because they're great. <clears throat> they're a great band. Yep. They're, they're one of the few bands that their first album is amazing from start to finish. Right. Well, I'm going to say several of their albums for me are amazing start to finish. Right, right. But I mean, a lot of bands, their first one, you know, you could pick out a few songs and they just get better as they work more together. Right. And and they just they just write the songs good. Yes. And uh, that's funny because that's uh, they talk about songwriting on their first album when they transition from City Kid to Tesla and different people trying to teach them different methods when they say the only truth way to write a good song is to come from your heart you know if you feel it you're going to play it right. with emotion i mean that makes sense if you feel it it comes from the heart and those are the best songs right and uh here in albuquerque we always have a a lot of concerts throughout the summer a lot of great concerts a lot of great 80s bands still come through here they and do. tesla was the best way to kick off the concert season yes it was actually you're right now the concert season's starting up they were the first show of the year and I'll tell you what, they always produce a good show. They never, all the times I've seen them, now I don't know about Vince, but I've seen them, let me see one, two, I've seen them about six times already. And every time they just they bring it they bring they nail it i mean they sound just like they do on the album yes and most bands don't right uh we experience that a lot in the 80s because uh back then they used to party a lot harder so when, <laughs> when they're live of course they they sound a little different of course of course but tesla they just bring it and they sound just like they do on the album yes. i mean you hear them live and you're like it sounds just like the album right now I listened to uh, Hair Nation, Eddie Trunk Nation on uh, the satellite radio, and he always talks about these 80s bands that, 
you know, sometimes they don't have the draw. Like some bands only draw 500 fans. A, a good 80s band will draw a thousand, and that's why that's why they get together to do these festivals. But Tesla, every time they come to Albuquerque, what this little venue is three to five thousand easy. Easy, yeah. I'm gonna say about about four, yeah, five thousand. Yeah. So. Uh, I heard it was sold out because I had friends wanting to come in, but th they said there was no more tickets. The, from what I know, every time that they played that venue, it sells out. Yes, and I mean, that's awesome. An 80s band that could still sell 5,000 seats. That's right. Not 50 people in the audience. It's packed and people still wanting to get in. Yep. But let's take it to the show. I, I And I know they played at a casino. But I wish they would, of course, we always want them to play longer, but, you know, I, I just, there were so many other songs I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did play the most popular ones, but there were still songs I just wanted to hear. Right. Well, if they play all the songs we wanted them to hear, they'd be there for like four hours. Right. <laughs> well, I'm okay with that. And it was the last show of their little tour, and they said, you know, what a better place to end than Albuquerque. It, yep, it was. Now, I don't know... Uh, any of you out there that know but Frank Hannon the guitar player shout out to you Frank come and be on our show I was listening to his latest podcast after the show and he talks about Albuquerque was the last show and how he since they were here he him and the band members were going to visit with some local people here in Albuquerque who was uh, on one of Frank's solo projects and uh, he gave them a shout out which I thought was pretty cool so all you people that think Albuquerque is just a shithole, we got some talent here, people. We got a lot of talent. Uh, Randy Castillo came from here. That's right. Uh, Greg Anaya. That's right. Um, uh, the, the project, Frank Hannon's solo project, I know one of them is called Six String Soldiers. Right. And uh, if you ever get a chance to look into that, it's, it's some good stuff also. They are. But the band Tesla herself... They didn't disappoint us, and we just want to let you guys know that they brought it. Yeah. So if you guys ever get a chance and you've never seen them or, or you thought, well, I don't know how they'd be live, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, and just seeing, <clears throat> up, up, seeing them up on stage, I mean, they uh, they still look great. I mean, they, I, I know they're... They're creeping around 60. They got to be. Right. No, no. They're, well, a couple of them are my age, so we're not going to say that, but it was a good show. I mean, what did you think about events? Man, I thought it was great from the very start to the very end. I know. I know. Uh, they, they came out and they even did a, a little acoustical set. Right. It was awesome. They, they re-recorded -re the five-man acoustical jam, and it's called the five-man London jam now. Right. Yeah, they incorporated a little bit of the Beatles in there. And that was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, so they they did, and I knew they were going to bring it, and they did, and they satisfied. I, I'm going to say, what you paid for a ticket, you get your money's worth and some. Yes. Now, tickets are very reasonable at the casino, and we have very good seats. They are, yes. Uh, we ha And, you know, really, in the in that small venue, every seat's a good seat. Yes. We, we have several casinos here in the Albuquerque area, and they all have their indoor, and uh, I believe Sandia has an outdoor venue as, as well. They do. But they do. The thing about these casino shows is there's not a bad seat in the house. No. I mean, when they played Love Song, just like the CD, it, the, the acoustic, the intro, just like the CD. Yeah. 
And uh, when they play modern day cowboy, just I'm like, yeah. Now Jeff Keith can't run around like he did when he was younger. No, but he was, there was times when he was struggling for air, but he still yeah. brought it. He just he, said, "Hey, you guys, help me out, sing along." Yep. He well, he did say he had a cold. He was ending the night, and he said he, he was fighting a cold, which is understandable. Right. I could see how he'd be, you know, needing a little more air, but he still sounded great. Sounded great. Yeah, really good. I'm like. He has one of those unique voices that you would think, oh, in the studio they mix it and make it sound good. But even live, I'm like, man. Right. And those guitar players, they just work so well together. They do. I mean, that whole band just fits and they just they just click. Yes. And you know what? That That's hard to find and especially to stay around as long as they have. Right. Uh, yeah. So I was happy with the show. I was extremely happy. Yeah. And uh, it, it's one of the last 80s bands that's all original. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you, the first time I saw them, I saw them with, uh, I do believe they were opening up for Poison? Poison? The first time I saw them was opening for Def Leppard. Okay, you're right, Def Leppard. It was, yeah. They were opening up for Def Leppard. And uh, Frank Cannon, he talks about... Uh, on one of his podcasts, he talks to Joe Elliott, and this is around Christmas in December. And he did mention that they, Def Leppard, gave him a shot. They hit the road and toured with them, and they killed it. And to this day, they are all still close friends with all the all the mates in Def Leppard. Yes, and. Uh for the last several years, Def Leppard's been touring quite a bit and coming through Albuquerque almost every year. Right. And they usually have Tesla with them. Tesla's usually the opener. Yep. yep. I mean, hey, if you got something that works, why not? Yeah. Now, we were discussing this earlier, my brother and I, my sister, and uh, we have a cousin, Randy. We call him Rehab Randy down in Phoenix. That's right. Uh we're going to go see the Motley Crue show down in Phoenix. We're all going to go together. And we're talking about the lineup. It's uh, Joan Jett, Poison, uh, Motley Crue, and I believe Def Leppard's headlining that night. That night, Def Leppard is headlining. But to me, you know, I, I like Joan Jett, but I think if you take Joan Jett out and insert Tesla in that position, that would be such a, a better fit. That would. And, and I agree. I agree. Now, no disrespect to Joan Jett. She has her place in time, but I don't think it's on this venue. Right, because uh, she wasn't part of the hair metal scene. She was trying to more be punk yeah she was she was more yeah more punk more airplay you know remaking yeah. crimson and clover she had her punk days when she was earlier with lita ford when they did the runaways that's right. when that's when they had their wild days but i think her later albums was more let me make some money get some commercial airplay and exactly. whatnot yeah yeah no, who could blame her you know no no i don't blame her you got to get paid you know right but you, as for this show i think tesla would fit in there perfect i think they would too i I really think so. And I think if they could maybe squeeze Rat in there. Rat would be good. (laughs) Now we're going off on a tangent here, Dreamin'. This is our wish list, people. Yeah. But anyway, Tesla, one of our favorite bands. Uh, We thank them for coming to Albuquerque. They always deliver. And that's, that's a show we always look forward to. And... If we have to take time off work, don't tell my boss, but we're going to take time off work. you damn right. Now, didn't, was there a favorite song that they played? That For me? Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so hard to, uh, to pick 
a favorite out of the whole catalog. I, I like the song Paradise. Par- oh, they do that so well. That song is a good song, it's man. It's a good song, but they do it so well live. Yep. I, I, I love Changes, yep. Paradise, uh, Edison's Medicine. Man, yeah. I, I... They... Now, there was some... Uh, Songs from the top, I mean, from the first album, I didn't hear them play that I would have loved to. Right. Like, uh, We're No Good Together. Right. That's awesome, just the way that song is put together. Right. No, I, I agree. that, But they they write good songs. They produce them good. And, well, I don't know if they produce them. Their producer helps them put them together extremely well. Yes. And uh, they just killed it, man. I, I just want to say once again if any members from tesla are listening you guys brought it albuquerque was your last night on the tour now i know you guys were on the monsters of rock cruise prior to and uh you guys killed it there too uh but you guys always just bring it and i appreciate you guys stopping in in albuquerque yeah and uh, a lot of bands they always say rock ain't dead here it's not and you know a lot of bands will try and bypass us and whatnot but the true bands that know rock and they know that let's hit albuquerque right now just not to get off on a tangent but how long had iron maiden passed us by for Forever, 10, no, probably longer. Let me see. I I saw Iron Maiden here in Albuquerque for Number of the Beast. Right. And then after that, it was years and years. Then they finally came back. Remember we went? Well, Book of Souls tour. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck, rock is still great here. So they came back right next year. The next year they came back. That's right. But uh, yeah, and I don't get that. A lot of bands, uh, uh, for instance, Judas Priest bypassed us a few times thinking, I guess they think the venue isn't big enough, but check it out. I'd rather play to a sold out venue that's not so big than to a big venue that's not sold out. And uh, the the pavilion here is 15,000. Yeah. That's nothing to shake a stick at. No, you still get paid. Yeah, and I, I think what it is, the promoters think that maybe because of the demographic here, they won't have the draw for these metal bands. But they're, they're hey, wrong. Us brown guys like to rock too. They're wrong. That's right. Uh, we we love to rock in this area. I yep. mean, let's just say we are musically uh, in tune. We're not musically prejudiced because I'll be honest. I go to the metal concerts, rock concerts. I even go to country concerts. Yeah, I even took uh, my daughter to an R&B concert. There you go. Now we had all these people dressed up in nice suits and stuff, and here I am walking around with a holy jeans, a t-shirt, and a beer in each hand. That's, that's all right. That's right. Yeah, but before we go, we we're talking about it's a kickoff to the concert season, and uh, next next month we got a uh, Night Ranger coming up, right? And we also got Wingers coming, Winger, and we got a really good one that's coming, Judas Priest. Judas Priest is coming to the Sandia Amphitheater, a small venue. It is a small venue. I I, I believe that venue itself too is like five to seven thousand people, but. I want to be there. Yeah. Because I've seen Priest live. Uh, I've seen them about three times live. Uh, seen them for the Turbo uh, Screaming for Vengeance tour. And there's there's one other tour that I'm going blank on. I'm going to have to go through the albums and I'll say, oh, yeah, it was that one. Yeah. But they, too, as a band... 
in the heyday, Glenn Tipton and KK Downing, those two guitarists worked in tandem and their timing was immaculate. Yes. And and don't kid yourself, Rob Halvert, he brought the energy, man. His vocals, even live, I'm like, oh my God. Talent is talent, people. Yep. Now, th- those are just some of the 80s type bands that are coming through. We have a whole crap load of bigger bands. We have a... Uh, I don't know if you're into the Foo Fighters. No, I. I but uh, these I are big, some, big draw bands that come. Yeah, through. no, we're gonna get some big bands this summer. Uh, the one that I'm anxious to go see, and I'm going with my sister to see, is Megadeth. Megadeth, and I, I want to go to that show. Yes, I haven't been able to get off yet, so we'll see. I, I've, you know what? Uh, when I lived in California, I got the opportunity to see Megadeth in a small venue. Maybe 800 to 1,000 people. Oh, man. That I, was awesome. I would have loved to have seen that. But it was Megadeth and Corrosion of Conformity. Right. But I, it's going to be Lamb of God, Megadeth, and there's a few other bands opening up. But I know Megadeth's going to bring it. And I'm excited, man, because Dave Mustaine, that's another person that's just seeping with talent. Yeah, he is. And uh, his health, I don't know. He's gone through some health issues, so... Who knows how long he'll be out there on the road, so that's, I recommend seeing him while you can. That's why I say this may be the last time I get to see him. I thought I thought it was going to be over when he had that carpal tunnel issue, yeah. and he had to have surgery and had to learn to play all over again. But that's why I said, nope, this time I, I'm going to go see him, you know. It's going to be well worth it. Yep. And, yeah, there's some other big bands coming. Uh, I know, like, Breaking Benjamin. They're a new rock band, but they're still a good band. Yeah, yeah, but you know? they, they play the larger venues, and, uh, you know, the seats are uh, really expensive, and, you know, me and my brother, we're not spring chickens anymore. We need a seat. That's right. <laughs> you get old, you got to sit down for a while. We just watch the mosh pit from a distance. Now. That's, r- that's right. <laughs> but, you know, and... Uh, I, I'm not sure what's going on with the Aussie tour, but I, I was definitely going to want to go check that out because the only reason I've seen Aussie several times and I mean, I love Aussie, but Zach Wilde's on the guitar for the tour and that's what was going to draw me. Yeah. Zach is a beast. I, I'd, I'd have to go see Zach with Ozzy and it's, it's like, like lucky charms when they play together. It's magically delicious. Yep. And Zach is another one of these uh, artists that, uh, he gives a lot of love to Albuquerque cause he's plays with Ozzy. He's got black label society. He brings black label to Albuquerque and they play probably one of the smallest venues in town. Right. And he sells out, Every time too quick, quick with the quickness, and yeah, I mean, but he comes almost on a yearly basis. Yeah, and I love that. I'm yeah, like, even if there's they don't have a new album out, they'll come and play one show at least. And and I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's, it's just great how these bands, you know, they give us love and come to these small they, venues. They do, they do, and we get a lot of uh, the older '80s bands that still come through, like Corrosion of Conformity and and other ones that they played the small venue yep. we're talking about. Jeff Tate and Jeff, yeah, and we welcome that we love it because here in albuquerque we love to rock yes we do that's right so we told you guys that we were definitely gonna podcast on our experience with tesla which was nothing but positive it was a damn good show we wish you could have been there with us and you got anything to add no just uh 
I just encourage you guys, everybody loves music, go out and support these artists. I mean, right. it's uh, in today's world, th these older bands are kind of a dying breed. The internet is... Uh, is tough to deal with in the record business. It is. That's why they they make their money on tour. So right. go out and see them. And, and there's nothing like a live rock show in the whole world. No. Nothing. It's nothing. Just I mean, you could watch the videos on YouTube, like my brother was saying, and, and you know, the digital media all day long. But once you get in front of that band and, and, and you hear that guitarist hit a chord and... You, it, and you're trading energy it, back and forth. Oh, with my God, yes. And it's, it's, it is. It's... It's just something to experience. So I, I would agree with my brother. Get out there and support some of these rock bands because uh, without them, the world stops turning. That's right, our world. That's right, our world. Well, anyway, we kept our promise. We hope you enjoy what we're uh, spitting out here. And at the beginning, we gave you our contact information. So we'd love to hear from you. Any closing arguments, Vince? Nope, just peace out and be good to one another. That's right. Thank you for listening.